0: Pod, I'm Jenna, and we're back again this week for the fifth or sixth week of Clayton Underwood. Clayton Underwood, I mean (laughs) Clayton Eckerd's season of The Bachelor. Um, yeah, oh lord, Uh, (laughs) I'm keeping it all in. Um, so yeah, uh, again, uh, Danica's out again this week. Uh, we love her so much. There's some personal things happening, and I just don't want to talk about it until she's back on the podcast, but she's well, everyone's okay. But, you know, life's uh, pretty much the worst. So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, But we love you, Danica. So, but I'm, again, quite excited for our our guests this week. Um, They also have a fun podcast that I was on a couple months ago. And you might have listened to it. It was like the most fun I fucking have ever had. <laughs> it was like really, really good. And I really feel like you and I are kindred spirits in a lot of ways. Please
1: welcome to the podcast, everybody. Tori from Ready to Be Petty Podcast. Hello. I also feel like we're kindred spirits. <laughs> right? and, and, uh, isn't that nice when other people think that too? I'm always <laughs> so scared to be like we're like besties, right? And then yeah. if the person's like. Mm. <laughs> No, (laughs) really.
0: (laughs) No, that was like the funnest episode ever. We just talked about so many different types of like pop culture things. So that's what your podcast is about. Mm -hmm. Ready to be petty? It's a weekly, you know, pop culture reality TV gossip podcast, which I've always kind of wanted to have in a way, but like it's overwhelming because there's so much to talk about. And so I like bow down to you for that.
1: (laughs) Okay, I love how you said that as like. I feel like the last three weeks with all of the Kim and Kanye drama, I haven't been able to keep up. But yeah, Yeah. I want to talk about pop culture. I used to be so embarrassed to talk about pop culture and like celebrities Mm -hmm. and reality TV because, you know, people think that it's superficial. Like it definitely is superficial and like all of those things. (laughs) But I was always so embarrassed. So I was just like kind of seeking community. Yeah. Yeah. And wanted to find people who wanted to talk about the same things as me. Wow. That's literally the same like reason I
0: started this podcast. Because I was watching The Bachelor for years. And then just being like, I want to talk to people about my thoughts and feelings about this. And why not have a podcast about it? <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's perfect. Because you get to talk about like the bigger picture, which is mm-hmm. nice. But you also mm-hmm. just got to talk shit. And mm-hmm. that's also fun. Yeah, totally. And I do
0: think that just the way... Celebrity culture is changing so much in the last couple of years and then even more so because of COVID and just the way our world is changing really lends itself to like even deeper and weird, more nuanced conversations about it that I think we weren't having, you know, in the years when, you know, the Britney Spears of it all was happening, of course. And now we have, you know, a different understanding of the world, but it's still bad. It's not like it's better. It's better in some ways, but not all the way.
1: Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, totally. People are having more nuanced conversations. And, you know, I really think pop culture and a lot of celebrities dictate so much of our culture that... Mm -hmm if you're not up on it I feel like you I don't know you're like falling behind
0: (laughs) and it's so easy to fall behind oh my god speaking of which I was on I think it was uh say bibles uh Instagram page and um or somebody's and like they were like oh you know um Kylie and Travis had their baby and somebody literally commented, oh, my God, they're pregnant? I had no idea. <laughs> yes. And I, like, couldn't handle it. I, like, replied back to this person. I said, literally, no hate. I'm not being mean. I'm just, like, did you really not know, though? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Like, what? <laughs> yes. Uh, someone was on my podcast recently. I forgot who it was, so my apologies. But And they were, like, yeah, if you didn't write Kylie Jenner's pregnant in mm-hmm. the uh." outline I would have mm-hmm. never known and I oh was like girl girl we're like, what's <laughs> where where have you been <laughs> and it's not to
0: say that Kylie Jenner is the person we should be pay- paying attention to by zero <laughs> percent but it's just like it's everywhere right like you can't mm-hmm. like I, I don't know how these people are going about their day not knowing that information even if you do not care about these individuals
1: exactly exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's so interesting and yeah, so grateful for yeah, the the people that I've met through the Mm -hmm. podcast that I can talk about these things with. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm getting community for Mm -hmm. sure. And you and I feel the same way about The Bachelor. I mean, it gets so deep
0: into it and then I'll look in a comment section and they'll be like, Oh, so and so broke up. When did that happen? I'm (laughs) like, Where the
1: <laughs> Have you <been>? Literally, literally. <laughs> I feel the exact same way because and I, I know we're gonna talk about this, but like I fell off of the bachelor for like many years, but mm-hmm. it's like I can name all the key players. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. keep up. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. So when did you like start watching the show? I was basically like a day one fan. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I'm 30, so it came out when I was like, I don't know, 10. And mm-hmm. I just watched it with my, like, family, like, yeah. my my mom and stuff mm-hmm. on – I don't even think it was Monday nights at that time, but, you know, you just tuned in at 8, and it was just – it's so – it was like American Idol at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like everybody watched it, mm-hmm. and, like, I remember – you know, seeing my cousins and my aunts and stuff that would live in different cities. And, like, that's what you talked about. Like, that's yeah. what you caught up about mm-hmm. was The Bachelor. So I loved it. I I don't know if I ever believed in the, like, love story of oh. it. I, pro- I probably did. But I yeah. feel like I always was like, okay, this is like a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then... I stopped at Becca Kufrin Kuf, – Kufrin? Kufrin? Yeah, Kufrin, yeah. I, every single time I say her last name, I say <laughs> it wrong. My apologies. Um, I stopped at her season. Mm-hmm. So like midway through, I I think I got to the hometown dates and then I was like, uh, eh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then I, yeah, stopped for a bit and then I literally – only started regularly watching this season because I was asked on a Bachelor <laughs> podcast. And honestly, if you would have asked me, like, any other time, I yeah. would have been like, nope, I can't do, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I, I, can't do I don't do it. know what's going on. But I had watched the first three episodes for uh, the Bachelor Rehap Up. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll – and I wasn't I, – I was – not gonna say this like I was not gonna watch episodes four and five and then you're like come on the pod I was like okay, <laughs> okay <how did> I? <laughs> you are such a trooper I am so sorry for ruining your Friday <laughs> Yeah. as soon as I was like why did I do no I'm just kidding I was like any any reason to talk to Jenna seriously but like yeah I I was like I know why I stopped watching for yeah. sure yeah but but there's also a fascinating aspect of it that I'm like, I also kind of love this. Like, it's such a sick, it's sick so cycle.
0: sick, dude. It's so <laughs> sick and twisted. And I can't stop. It's Same, definitely one of the harder clearly. seasons to watch. Like, it's definitely one of the harder seasons to watch for me. But yeah, I am, like, so deep into it. And I am, like, looking at it from, like, a game element now a lot because of, like, Game of Roses yes. and things like that. And it just, it's, like, still still there for me, you know? And I, I guess I'm, and we'll get into it, but I am just like ever at this point, I'm just fascinated and probably what compels me a lot is to think about like the behind the scenes concept and like what's going on and what's the bigger picture. What's the narrative, like what is happening?
1: And that's that's the, that's the vibe, yeah. That's that's what keeps me going. Like that is the most interesting part to me. And that's the same with all the pop culture stuff. Like I'm not mm-hmm. just looking at these like pretty mm-hmm. pictures of celebrities. Like I want to know the mm-hmm. the inner workings. Yes. Um. I also want to clarify. I did dabble like in Tasha and Claire's season. Mm-hmm. Like I have definitely seen some of it yeah more than probably I'm letting on but I just I can't be a regular watcher right. I don't think yeah I, it's too much but, but like I- also
0: you can consume it by podcasts and meme accounts
1: and things like literally, that. literally I have continued listening to pod- bachelor podcasts yeah. and following meme accounts and that's honestly sufficient for me which is such a weird way to consume tv nowadays
0: i know but it also fits so much i think with the way our like attention spans are suffering yes! you know like i can't watch a show longer than you know 3 minutes <laughs>
1: 100% sometimes i'm scrolling on tiktok and i literally scroll past because it was too long Yeah, it's a three minute one i'm like i don't know if i can do this right now i can't commit to this
0: and this is why i'm single um well good i'm glad you've kept up a little bit on the the nation because really there's it's been a pretty slow news week and really all i kind of want to do is talk shit about two particular men so <laughs> we're gonna talk shit on Yay. blake moines and greg for a minute not yeah. really shit but anyway i just want to talk so basically this last weekend the, the hot men of the last couple of seasons all got together. I'm assuming in San Diego, I actually didn't check. Um, but we had my fave Justin, we had Andrew Spencer, we had I, yeah. honestly, I lost count, but literally, it then, but then we had Blake Moines and Greg in the mm-hmm. same hangout circle, and my DMs were a fire because it was just like the kind of the funniness of like oh boy imagine those two in a room after the katie of it all and like is katie anxious she honestly seemed fine she was probably getting like her you know her hot man to like touch her butt um as they went skydiving but I mean, it was still interesting to think about it, especially because somebody reminded me that Blake went on and on about how he was like supporting Katie and during the whole gaslighting debacle about how he doesn't like support men like that. And they've, he's, his mom was treated like that and he didn't, you know, agree with it. And so I just find it interesting that now he's like, I'm going to hang out with
1: him. Yeah. And I feel like low key that everyone in Bachelor Nation like I feel like so many of the contestants when this season is airing and I guess it's like when you meet them and new information is revealed and like stuff like that you can change your opinion sure but yeah Yeah. I just feel like so many people have talked shit about Greg Grippo and then like hang out with him the next second because I am so shook like okay like this news like I dropped my phone I was like (laughs) so alarmed just because it's like it's just so wild that they were, like, hanging out in the same room. But, like, how has Greg agreed – I was going to say a word that I don't know <laughs> the meaning of, but, re- like, reintegrated himself yes. yeah. into Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. He yeah. hangs out with fucking everybody. Everyone. I know. Yeah, even podcasters. I
0: <sighs> love, good. like, yeah. Charlene.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Are we like- gonna- yes. Are we going <laughs> to say it? Charlene is, like – my number one gal from Bachelor Nation, fellow Canadian. Yeah, I love her so, I love much. Her so much. I think like ninety nine percent of her takes are dead on, yeah. and yeah. um, she's just the one I like relate to the most. Yeah. Um, she was hanging out with him, and I was like, no, please, <laughs> please no. <laughs> and here's the thing: I mean, that whole thing was so messy, and I,
0: I was heated at the time, and definitely a lot of the people in my DMs were as well. But I, I, we, me and Danica stated over and over again, he is not a gaslight. Like, I'm not going to like diagnose this man, but what we saw on TV was really manipulative. And what we saw on TV was gaslighting. Um, and I don't think people should be like, you know, he shouldn't have been like quote unquote canceled, but I, it's just like, Oh, it's just gross. And I heard more stuff behind the scenes that I'm not at Liberty to speak on, but he's not a great guy. I don't think he's maybe the worst guy we've ever seen in the franchise but he's not great. And I guess that's saying something because this show is, makes a, produces a lot of shitty men. So yeah. whatever. I guess ultimately he's not the one that everyone should just like avoid forever, but it is just kind of interesting that white men completely get um, rehabilitated into the culture very easily. And uh, this is not my place to say it as, like a white woman, but I just, I mean, I just find it suspicious that he's like hanging out with some of the more prominent black men that from the shows that are like really popular. And it's like they're Helping, like, rehab his image. And
1: I don't know. That's me being very petty. (laughs) Yeah. No, I noticed it, too. I noticed it, too. I think it's a valid point. Especially because, so, like, the Bachelor Live Mm -hmm. stuff came out. But Mm -hmm. he's not a part of that. But he's, like, hanging out with that crew. And that was a very intentional move on the show's part. Yes, 100%. And it's just fascinating to me about how he's not there. But he's still hanging out and like kind of riding yeah the coattails of these other contestants. So yeah, I think that's like a valid point to bring up.
0: Mm. Well, interesting. Well, um I guess and I I just think that Blake is definitely doing exactly what I thought he was going to do from the beginning and I've always stated that I thought he was there for clout and to be the bachelor, which is not a bad thing per se. But that is why he was there, and that is why he was on as much season as he was, and that's why he wanted to be on Katie's season. I don't think he wanted
1: to win. I think he wanted to be the next Bachelor. 100%. And I feel like before, like, with people like Jed and stuff, Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, I don't want to win, and I just want to be the next Bachelor. Like, I can't get engaged. But I think now – the contestants realize that they can win and then just get out of it. Yeah. And it's fine. It might even be better than getting cut in the, like, top 10 because you get so much press and coverage afterwards. Like, do you think I would be wanting to talk about Blake fucking Moines in the year 2022 no
0: like zero percent so
1: yeah I just think it's interesting that I think actually the move now because like before it'd be like well if you want to be in the good graces like you can't win if you're just here for clout now I'm like "Ah, you fucking can win and then you'll just get out of it and we'll move on in in six months and Mm -hmm. forget about all of that and I guess
0: he and he he did he did successfully extradite himself from that relationship as the winner of it because of mm-hmm. the way katie
1: conducted came herself. out with yeah john so oh yeah fascinating so, very fascinating stuff yeah
0: um let's see here i don't really want to talk about the other thing i guess i just want to well so you're barely watching this show this season <laughs> yes, um, yes. as you stated and i love that for you um <laughs> but i did want to briefly talk about the ratings the ratings are horrible they're the worst it's ever been um it's the show this episode is uh down 15 percent from last week it's only bringing in I guess a 3.4 total million viewers I don't know any of this stuff I'm just a woman I don't do math but (laughs) um yeah it's just bad and I think that you know (sighs) I guess I don't really know what to say about it to be honest it's just yeah
1: it's it's bad and I think like I think there's like a few things at play, like obviously Bachelor fatigue, I think yeah, is happening yeah, uh, um, yeah, as amazing. they've like just thrown like a thousand seasons mm-hmm. at us at once. And I think that, yeah, you, Clayton wasn't, I don't think anyone's number one choice. Nope. Kind of a confusing pick there. But I think like the other thing that I just think about because I've been a Bachelor fan since the beginning if you just look at, like, the arc of the last 20 years, like, I really think the show has gotten almost so formulaic mm-hmm. that Too people much. just, like, aren't interested anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be some type of switch up. And I know we're going to talk about, like, Clayton's responses to some of the women, like, when they're talking about something that's traumatic that's happened in their lives. But it's mm-hmm. like, fuck, how many conversations can you listen to where the the lead is just like, thank you, and and then moves on? Like, that's not... Fascinating, no. Television and what what really kept me going for a
0: while was I did believe in the love of it all for some seasons. Yeah, and I think they got they've gotten so far away from that. And we we get some relationships where I'm excited about. Like I'm excited about Michelle. I mean, season was perfect. You know, like I really was invested in all the top four, and I'm invested in the winner. And but like until that, it had been a couple seasons, and and I think it's because they're just too focused on the formula and the drama and which is an integral in it of course and I don't mm. obviously don't think that they can't have that but I just like I don't know maybe it's just changed too much and society's changed too much and like the people who are going on the show have changed too much there's always that conversation about yeah you know the pre-instagram era and all that and i it's like i just think it's
1: true i i I don't have any other like
0: um masterful like insight other than i think it's true and i think it's ruining the show from with with inside you know
1: yes yeah i think that's the interesting part is that it's being ruined from inside Mm -hmm. and that uh, what was i gonna say um yeah, that it—it's the producer's like chokehold on mm-hmm. the control, control of it. Yes, that is so fascinating, and yeah. I think people tune in for when there's breaks in the script, like when Clayton, no, Colton jumps the fence, yeah, yeah. when Claire leaves halfway through. Like yeah. people mm-hmm. are tuning in for that, but if like that's why they're they're talking about this, where like the scene where Clayton says that he's been intimate with two women or yeah. more than two women or whatever. Like, we're waiting for those blips. But I don't think people want to do the before the big break. Yeah, like,
0: not as much anymore. And I Yeah. Don't know, it's, ugh, I don't know what it needs to do ultimately.
1: I don't know either. But I just think that there's been so many new dating shows mm-hmm. that people just – their eyes have been – wandering to too mm-hmm. hot to handle to f boy island to all of those mm-hmm. other shows and the and new this... um love is blind just dropped apparently yes exactly yeah. Yeah. so i'm happy to see the ratings are down because i think that that's <laughs> like because i'm petty but also yeah. because i think that like that's when change comes the, because yeah. the yeah. big yeah. the big wigs wigs at the top are gonna that's all they care this about is, is money me. This is all they care about. Mm-hmm. So they will have to change, not from societal pressure, not from like commentators, <laughs> but from the fucking ratings. Oh, okay. Wow, that's rude. I do a lot of yeah, work. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. Really I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they should God. be listening, but I'm not they sure. If they do. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I see some. Oh, on
0: I love my, that. All my I stories. Love that. I love um, that. I don't know if they listen to the podcast. God bless them if they do. Uh so let's get into this recap. Um, again, I cannot remember which week it is. It does not I mean matter five. anymore week five. Okay, that sounds about good. Um, but like four
1: slash five because we didn't finish week four. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's what was- so because we didn't actually finish last week's
0: episode in a sense, um, we uh because of shrimp, um causing so much drama we now still have to get to serene's date which is great she's wonderful and um yeah so they go to a haunted amusement park i can only
1: assume because there's nobody there <laughs> yes, yes they didn't have like the stage kids like they had on elise and yes <laughs> colden's date like oh i forgot about that oh i love
0: it. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, I do think this is becoming a very popular date idea. They had it, of course, on Peter's season. And I was definitely conditioned to expect a concert from somebody's ex. Oh
1: my God. I love how that's where your mind went. I just love that. I wish. I fucking wish. Yeah. Um, Do you like Serene? I do. Yeah, not for Clayton because she's too good for him. But I do really like her. She literally looked—I wrote this in our notes but she looked like a fairy tale princess. Yeah, like she really. looked perfect, like just so, so beautiful. And she was just like cool, calm, collected on a date that like I would be freaking out about. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, same. I'm like, not, I will do some rides, but
0: not a lot of those rides,
1: (laughs) not a lot of the ones that they went on. Like they didn't take like the, the easy ones. Mm -hmm. They, they -hmm. went for like the big ones. So yeah, I thought it was super fun and he seems into her. Like I, Mm -hmm. she, I don't think is like the front runner per se, but he's definitely, definitely likes her. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And
0: then they go get ice cream.
1: Yeah. Okay. This was like the most concerning part. And I wrote this in my notes and I was embarrassed to type this. But I wrote, Why was it hot when he said, What are you in the mood for other than me? (laughs) Jenna? I don't know. I'm not sure. You're straight, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's your problem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. It is the root. It is the root cause of a lot of problems in my life. But like literally, when he said that I was like why did that like seem smooth and when she was like are you nervous and he was like he said something like oh there you are there oh goodness that scared me that scared
0: me yeah I know I just turned off my wi-fi I don't know what's going on (laughs) this hasn't happened in a while okay well wolf uh I guess we'll just have to assume everyone heard your funny
1: joke (laughs) <laughs> yes yes yes
0: um so yeah i he's a slut everyone knows this and i think that he's smooth i think there is the parts of them that are smooth you know i don't like how he kisses but i do think he can be smooth so i do think that you you were just being tricked by a good old
1: just, yeah, yeah, classic country fucking, Clayton. <laughs> fucking classic but <laughs> it was so weird like where the date kind of was like weird to me was when he was like when she was, like, you think I have, like, a mysterious yeah. dark side, mm-hmm. and he was, like, yeah, I do, and then I was just, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like- I really was, like, wait, Clayton, that's not how you –
0: okay, uh, she's being <laughs> – she's trying to be flirty, and you're, like, yeah, I think you do. I don't know what's going on in <laughs> like, sir. Yeah. her i don't know what's going on in your head and i feel like it's
1: just rocks yeah it was like just so funny how like black and white like it was like oh he's super smooth and then she's like hey and then he's like just does not take the bait at all no he's like very literal at times i'm like what the fuck is going on yeah um
0: so they go to the nighttime portion and we get her trauma um and that is that unfortunately her grandmother and her cousin both died um somewhat recently in the last like couple of years um which is really hard because cove is already just a, a grief cycle as it is so it's like really sad that that happened and it seemed like it affected her and, and you know she talked about how it affected her in both bad and good ways you know brought her m- some more like um you know awareness of her life and what she's doing with it and um, made her a stronger person, which is wonderful for her. Um, the story about her cousin and her being very close as kids was really cute, and how they were playing. They got <laughs> lightning bugs—that's what I call
1: them, fireflies, I guess—and so then they cute. squished
0: out and put them on her face
1: to glow. I know, I oh know. Oh my god! Like that is so cute. So and very gross at the same time. <laughs> like so gross. But what a sweet memory. Yeah. And okay. then, like, these are the parts where I'm like, we don't deserve to, like, watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he just gives the most, just literally the bare minimum response. Yeah. It was so unfortunate. Yeah. He's he's very much just like, I, I wrote, he does his best Matt James impression and yes. he says,
0: thank you for sharing that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely, like, the new... Like catchphrase, I feel like of this franchise, which it is like a good soothing thing to say for sure. But usually, you're following that up with like other statements of support or or questions or whatever. And I don't know, that's all we get from the leads nowadays, and it it's hard. It's it's really yeah. It's like and and then sometimes they'll do something kind of nice, and you're
0: like, okay, fine. I get it's hard to be like trauma dumped onto. I do, but yeah. it's I forget that often. Actually, Danica has to calm me down a lot because I'm like,
1: this isn't how you respond to trauma.
0: Um, but yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. you're there and you can't even eat the food in front of you, and somebody tells you all this, and you have to just be like Thank respond. You for sharing, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she ends up saying that he has really kind and welcoming eyes, and then that that's all he cares about anymore because she gave him a compliment. This man loves positive reinforcement and validation.
1: Yes. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like and we'll talk about this, but then he like also doesn't listen when like women speak about stuff. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm I don't know. I he definitely yeah, he definitely needs reinforcement it, like very fragile um like caudaline shit. Yeah. But That's, goodness. Yeah. White men.
0: Um so he we go to the cocktail party and this is where shit fucking jumps the rails real fast <clears throat> lord the <this> <laughs> yeah, like, mm. so I mean, you know basically shrimp is still here blah 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 last week she threw the trophy after crushing the group date after party um so we're there everyone's kind of talking shit in the itms of course mara very correctly diagnoses her fuckery and just says that she likes to cause drama whenever she knows others need time um and that really adds to her entitled white karen attitude she's very entitled um and then women are pissed jill's pissed jill's talking to her just being like listen you're doing all this stuff and it's really unfortunate I really thought we had like moved past this but you're still causing drama in the house and then Clayton comes in and is like oh this week was like really hard and and good or whatever I'm an idiot um can I talk to all of the women who were on the group date after party and I want to talk to you and then they go to the side and then they talk about shrimp night and I've never seen something exactly quite like this we've had women in the past, tell – or people tell the lead. Um, but to
1: have, like, a group of six of them and just have them all unload like that, fucking wild. It was wild. And I loved, like, some of the, like, um, shots from the camera that were, like, pulled back where you yeah. could, like, literally just see how close they were to the other people. <laughs> like They were just, like, right around the corner. But I don't know. It's so fascinating. It was very, like, Peter Weber vibes mm-hmm. for me, where it was, like, he, like, just feels like the need to, like, investigate mm-hmm. all of the drama in the right. house. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, like, um
0: Connie, uh, bestie of the pod, rightly tried to say that they're trying to make him the – she's trying to make her the Luke P um because Hannah B went around and did a similar thing and asked all the guys Luke P was the villain yeah he they actually had chemistry and um she asked all the people about you know what was happening in the house of him and didn't believe any of the guys and so you know we have had an example of this of sorts you know where a villain goes quite far because the lead is really interested into them so I can kind of see some people's same feelings where they're just like why the fuck is he keeping them but it's like at the same time i'm like i really do think it's the production in this specific case because i don't see any fucking chemistry between these two people
1: yeah 100 it has to be like it it has to be like you noted their makeout sesh and like just like shanae and clayton making out versus teddy versus Mm -hmm. serene versus Mm -hmm. susie like Mm -hmm. it's just it's night and day like his body language Mm -hmm. so i feel like yeah he wants to fuck her like he wants to hook up with her he like whatever but and maybe he's like yeah if i keep around again it's like good ratings but yeah because i think you know
0: i think the difference between him and luke p was or her and luke p rather is that luke was at least coming off as like for trr um and shanae is not so Absolutely. There's that difference and i think that's why it's infuriating the audience even more um which is fair and valid <laughs> and i am livid um but you know my biggest like criticism of this moment while it was interesting to see this and i'd never seen this before was why the fuck did the show show this because it is making him look so bad worse than they've like really ever made a lead look before in my opinion because Mm. it really like it shows him literally being like oh wow i didn't know that's horrible i can't stand for this this is like i can't excuse this behavior he's finding it out completely in front of them and then he still keeps her and it's like Whereas if they hadn't shown this particular moment, there could have been potential plausible deniability that he didn't know all of the facts. Now, Lindsay, uh, one of the blondes that went home, came out on TikTok and and exposed him for knowing everything last week even. Yeah. But, you know, like in, in theory, the show could have like gotten away with that. And they didn't. I just don't understand why they're doing this.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point because they have buried way more bodies way worse like (laughs) leads like for sure yeah so yeah i completely agree that it is confusing how bad they're making him especially because i found it even wild that he was allowed to do like the notes app apology while the season was still airing because usually that even is like too much of a spoiler so
0: Makes sure you I, think they really are even more fucking with him. If they allowed him to do that a week ago when it now he looks even worse because he did that notes apology. Yeah. He had just waited. Yeah. And then he could make a different apology. Now he has to make multi- Oh I mean, now he looks like he's lying.
1: I don't know what's yeah. happening. Yeah, it is really interesting. But I do think like sometimes they do if they really don't like their lead, like, They don't give them a perfect... Like, I'm thinking of Claire in particular Mm -hmm. and, like, maybe Juan Mm -hmm. Pablo. Like, Mm -hmm. they didn't always let them off the hook. So Mm -hmm. maybe they just, like, don't super like working with him. Yeah. I'm not sure. But you're totally right. Like, usually they have to make the leads look so desirable and just, like, the best, most charming, effervescent person. And, like... It's just They're bad. just not with and, him. Yeah, and Shanae, I keep saying I think she's a paid actor,
0: but yes, <laughs> um, yes. but, but it's like, like for,
1: re- for real or yeah. like
0: I, I can't decide. I can't decide. I go back and forth. Too. <laughs> me too.
1: Me too, cuz you say that and you're like joking, but I'm like or mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. I'm yeah, too I mean, in it to She's probably
0: just getting benefits that she knows and I think that she is probably just like <laughs> she's like just like a next level person where she's not letting it get to her like her online persona has not been like one of previous villains where they actually even kind of like go I'm getting a bunch of hate or I'm sorry or whatever or even like leaning into it in a really weird way like she's almost just doing nothing Like like she's like, nah. and I don't understand that um other than I think it's like I guess it's it's good I don't like it but like you know for her mental health or whatever I'm like happy I guess that she's just like not letting the prob- probable death threats bother her because I don't think anyone should be doing that regardless. So I guess good for her, but it's definitely fascinating. And to me, thinking like if it was a paid job for her, then like of course she wouldn't let it get to her. Yeah, kind of makes that it's a, that, you know, yeah, because it's like she's just like absolutely not letting it quote unquote get to her. And maybe she is, and we just aren't seeing that. And she's yeah, better at Instagram than I am, but
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll look and see yeah fa- yeah so interesting because you're totally right like usually they like corinne yeah leans into it so hard um or they try to apologize and clear their name and explain yeah. like the mm-hmm. stress and the circumstances and mm-hmm. all of that Defendable but yeah and things like that yeah 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 and like oh this was taken out of context mm-hmm. and this was franken mm-hmm. yeah. And- <laughs> yeah yeah exactly No, yeah exactly which is probably happening to an extent yeah, but, for sure. It's an I mean, edited
0: show. She is also doing so many ITMs where she's just being like, fucking Just you awful, yeah. Like, I don't care. I
1: lied. So those are not Franken-bitten. Um, 100%. I think that that's because she's very classic Bachelor villain, but mm-hmm. that is the part that I was like, ooh, this cuts deeper than mm-hmm. you really think when she goes apologize to the girls, yeah, yeah, cries. Yeah, yeah cries. It seemed like decently authentic. Mm-hmm. Two seconds later, we know that it's fake, fake, fake mm-hmm. white woman tears to manipulate the girls, to manipulate Clayton. And then in her ITM, she's like the biggest just like I one-upped them. Mm-hmm. I got one over on them. And that's I, just I'm so, so ugly. I can't believe I had to apologize to people. I'm not sorry
0: to. Yeah. Oh my god. Like it's yeah. no there's no mincing her words in that case. So it's like Absolutely. I don't really know what's happening, but yeah she could she could not be an actress and she could just be a full unhinged Karen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably the most likely scenario, yeah, probably, but yeah. the paid actor thing is just too delicious not to conspire <laughs> like conspiracize, like I don't yeah. even know.
0: <laughs> so she she goes back, she does the apology thing and then she goes back to Clayton and it's like I apologized um aren't i a good girl and he goes yes and then they kiss and it's a horrible kiss like i said look at the my instagram stories they're bad um there's no no chemistry at all no <laughs> and then of course he, she gets a rose at the ceremony and um they send home Lindsay, and then the two icons sierra and jill i fucking hate him the show and myself <laughs> yeah yes yeah i concur like <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself
1: Oh yeah. um,
0: so yeah. then they go to they start their international travel. Mm-hmm. Um and they go to Toronto is their first international um tour and honestly just bad timing.
1: Oh super bad timing. <laughs> uh I don't I don't want to talk about this, no. but I, I feel like it's mm-hmm. my duty. Yeah. As a Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, bad time. I'm sure people are reading about the protests and the truck convoys and uh the covid situation here. So um horrible. it's horrible, horrible, horrible. So if you if you don't know what's going on, like please look into it. Um yeah. it's really important that um, yeah, we learn from mm-hmm. what's yeah. going on. And like yeah. I think like I've seen on other bachelor and stuff. people are like international travel or is it international because it's just across the like it's just Canada just across the border and stuff like that but um yeah we're definitely a different country but a lot of the same issues that the states or a lot of the issues that societal mm-hmm. issues that the states have mm-hmm. um also um occur here yeah. um
0: Canada. I get DMs like that all the time when I I share some of that stuff. And I've gotten literal DMs. Oh, I thought Canada was better than that, and I was like,
1: "No, no, we're no. better at hiding it. Yeah, we, we hide behind politeness yeah. and nice cities. and that has, um, yeah, hidden our our extremely dark um, mm-hmm. history and mm-hmm. our, the current dark realities yeah. of the country that, um. I live in and yeah I just want to acknowledge that for sure so it was fun seeing Toronto on my screen obviously um it's a fun city a beautiful city and um you know it's fun that they were getting into all of the Canadian like stereotypes of like maple syrup and beaver tails and stuff but also just recognizing um like the reality of is yeah. very different from like the facade that uh we show the world God. it's really horrible um
0: and yeah it just is there's this facade for sure people are so um blinded by it and it's like it's weird that it comes from people who are like leftist people who are just like oh, I didn't even realize. It's like oh Christ.
1: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, totally, totally. <sighs> but there's there's many many similarities. Would love to chat more about this mm-hmm. if you slide into my DMs or if you want me to point you to some accounts s- to follow. Yeah, some accounts, that. Yeah. some resources. Like yeah. would love to talk about this yeah. more. But it's it's like some of the history because, um, Turtle Island or North America is like the same. A piece of land. We Mm -hmm. share a lot of, um, of groups of indigenous folks and stuff. That like our borders are imposed, like colonial Mm -hmm. imposed borders. So, a lot of the the stuff um, that the U.S. (sighs) Yeah, you don't even think
0: about that, right? But yeah, yeah, imposed
1: borders and like so, like, like yeah, and this
0: yeah, we there's the concept of like there's no no one's illegal on stolen land in America, and we talk about that a lot. Um and well not enough people but um and then I would be like maybe not think about that up there but then it's like no it really is and I've um you know I've listened to some podcasts about missing and murdered indigenous women and um it's just like it's rampant and horrible up there and no one's like talking about
1: it nearly enough and yeah not for sure not in the U.S. and not in Canada either yeah enough people yeah 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 yeah, I I um -hmm. Definitely live in a a sheltered bubble. That I'm lucky that my friends, family, and colleagues want to engage in these dialogues. That's good, yeah. But I know that that's not no. the case. <laughs> and that's the thing. is so. people are like,
0: oh, they're comparing it to the insurrection of January six, and they're like, what? There's like, there's those types of there's Trumpers up in Canada. I'm like, yes, there's Trumpers up in Canada. They're not Trumpers. Yeah. They're they're you know white like supremacists
1: yes um correct. so yeah of course they're up there <sighs> yeah 100% and oh. um yeah oh there's yeah. oh I yeah. could talk Wait. about this for hours DM Tori if you want to yes. talk about it and get yes, some good resources yes, please, please. um
0: and, and no no hate on people who don't realize that this is happening that I, I that's not the tone I want it is it is intentionally hidden for a reason so do yes, not feel badly. That's you don't how- know
1: that's how white supremacy Tennessee. works yeah. we've whitewashed our history yeah. and yes. oh, our education course. system it's to yeah. erase these voices so yeah. so it's definitely not on that
0: um so we do get this cute um one-on-one date with gabby who's a fucking adorable love her. i love her <laughs> she's so sweet and cute and funny um and i want her as the next bachelor
1: (laughs) me too she would be such a good bachelorette it was like hannah b vibes like with like kind of fun silly goofy but also just like i feel like she just fits into this world like she was born to be a bachelor contestant Mm -hmm. totally she's so oh my god yes so
0: they play street hockey um Clayton says there's no rules and then when he starts losing suddenly she's
1: breaking the rules (laughs) That was so funny. That was so, so, so funny and just so classic. Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it is, it is, you know, it's
0: a it's a bad day. It is a bad day in the sense that they're not doing anything fucking worthwhile.
1: Yeah. I would be pissed when it's like, oh, Susie got the helicopter and I'm playing street hockey with, like, in, like, a park. With <laughs> a man I don't know eating <laughs> beaver tails down here in america we call them elephant ears (laughs) yes yeah they're a a delicacy i think they're from uh, ottawa yeah uh but you can find them all over especially like central canada so in ontario where they are like big thing there yummy i
0: love those beaver tails that's a cute that's a cuter name for it to be honest i think than elephant ear um. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. And then Gabby's like, "This isn't really beaver." I'm like, "Girl, it's fried dough, like with cinnamon."
0: Like, <laughs> open your eyes, God. So
1: they're walking around, and then they see this
0: cute dog. Real quick, do you think the dog is a paid actor? It must be right. <laughs> like-
1: I'm not even jo- I'm not even joking it's I like it when is. same it was like I forget who it was was it Andy Dorfman who went on the date um and met the like old couple yeah yeah it, it, it was that vibe and Clayton seemed so embarrassed that she was rolling on the ground (laughs) he was like i like goofy girls but like you're being too goofy you're being a little
0: too quirky for me yes it's
1: it's like a rom-com and he's like i don't know about this yeah yeah he's an idiot yeah (laughs) i just felt like he yeah like he doesn't want a girl like that i feel mm-hmm. like he wants like mm-hmm. a, a trophy mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's just like too down to earth
0: well said perfectly said yep um back at hotel six um or motel six rather i'm pretty sure the show's <laughs> the show's budget was rightly spent on michelle young's promos so yes. they're in a very cheap hotel um and they get another date card. dun 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 it is the first 2 on 1 we've had in many seasons. Um well actually it's a group date card but based on the process of elimination we know that um there's actually going to be a 2 on 1 and so the remaining women who didn't get on this group date are Genevieve who I'm calling Kroger Vanessa Grimaldi. <laughs> yes, that's that's so accurate. Like you <laughs> right? I'm not even shading on her because I like her and I think she's pretty but uh, she's not Vanessa and she never will be. <laughs> Iconic nickname <laughs> and shrimp nay And they're gonna fight to the death
1: near a top of a waterfall, I suppose. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was dark when she was like, someone might like fall. In- I can't quote her, but she was just like, someone might fall into the waterfall and not come back or whatever. I was like, okay, this is not the hunger games.
0: Like- it's so fucked up. It's so like a little tangent. I'm like talking to this girl that I met on a queer dating app and uh, she's like what is like what what are your hobbies and then you like <laughs> I have to tell her about my <laughs> podcast and my memes yeah and uh, she's like well what do you do memes about and I was like well <laughs> you bachelor. wouldn't believe but it's so, The Bachelor <laughs> she was like oh that's cute and cool then I was like do you watch The Bachelor she's like well I have but don't really anymore I kind of don't have any friends to watch it with so anyway we might watch it together stay tuned but that's fun That's um fun. it was definitely embarrassing and it was because I'm also because like I was telling her this like literally the day after I watched this and I'm like this show is so evil and this woman might die in a waterfall and I'm like telling this girl that I'm flirting with
1: that yeah I make memes <laughs> no it's it's a valid hobby like <laughs> live live your truth oh my god So we get back to Gabby's nighttime
0: um, trauma dump and uh, hers is uh, flavored
1: mommy issues. (sighs) Yeah. 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 So she was saying how she likes to give love but not receive it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was going to say Colton (laughs) but Mm -hmm. Clayton Mm -hmm. was like, what do you, what do you mean by that? I did like that Gabby and I feel like this might be a first but it's probably not I'm just not the most astute watcher but like she was like well I know that this is an expedited process so I should just tell you Mm -hmm. I've got issues Mm -hmm. (laughs) in relationships and I thought that was just interesting that Mm -hmm. she like framed it that way Mm because usually I feel like they cut that part out
0: yeah yeah no she really is smart in that sense and she's she said she goes to therapy and
1: yeah so she is clearly aware of like if this is going
0: to proceed fast you should know that I have some um attachment issues attachment yep. style issues it sounds like she went through a um like avoid she may be like an avoidant attachment style person yes. um based on her mother not withholding love from her as mm-hmm. a form of abuse essentially whether it was intentional or not because uh, she does say that she knows that her mom tried her best and that she was a single mom I think um, and was trying her best. And Clayton also was like, well, do you, th- do you think you'd want to like talk to her again? Are you going to, that was painful to watch. She's like, I mean, we're not talking right now. And I related to that. Cause I cut my mother off, um, for my life for a full year before she died. Um, we did connect it before she passed away, but I definitely know that pain of cutting off your mother due to abuse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, such a hard decision to make but and feels sometimes I feel like like the wrong one because Mm -hmm. of all of these ideas we have about Mm -hmm. parental Mm -hmm. connection and relationships Mm -hmm. and he clearly just didn't get that no no so that was shitty
0: because his fucking life has been perfect he's literally had his only trauma that we learned about in Michelle's season is that he um doesn't think he deserves love which is i think is something he can com- um, bond with gabby on right um i was kind of like at first i was like oh he can bond her it yes like, it. but i'm also like why do you feel like that clayton yeah and not to, i'm not to you know anyway but like i know what, you i know you didn't explain it, why you feel that you're not worthy of love
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. It was also weird and correct me if I'm wrong because it feels like this was a lifetime ago when I watched episode three where they went on the date uh with Caitlin Bristow. Mm-hmm. But didn't he say that one of his biggest like regrets or shame shameful secrets was that he put up walls? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, You could have shared some of that. Yeah. Like this would have been like the perfect give and take kind yeah. of moment, and yeah. then it just like right over his head. Cause he's a fucking Idiot, dumb dumb, <laughs> a, yeah, a,
0: a himbo. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like the definition of himbo. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've never, I've never felt more confident in a, an insult that I've said on this podcast where I know I'm not going to get anyone hating on me. <laughs> for saying no, it. absolutely. We get the roast group date now. Cringe,
1: cringe, cringe, cringe. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so cringe. Okay, okay. So because of your background, is this a date you would like? <laughs> um but i
0: hate watching it yes yes background specifically yes yes. um but yeah (laughs) as a stand-up comic or retired one yeah i mean it's an art form i was never like the master of roasts definitely i was on a couple shows in my time um it's hard thing to do Uh, case in point, we'll get into some of the drama that came out of this. Um, But yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And one time I was in a roast battle and this guy just completely roasted my weight and like my looks, but like in a bad, just like in a not good, funny way. And I like did, you know, pretty like decent jokes on just like his personality (laughs) and things like that. And the entire audience hated it. They hated him. They, They hated like what he said. And he
1: didn't win that battle round because People are like, that's not funny. No, it truly (laughs) isn't. It really isn't. And I wish more comics knew that. Yeah. And like
0: there were even men on the audience and they were all just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) No, (laughs) that's not intelligent or (laughs) quick or like witty. Yeah. Like make fun of my daddy issues or other things that I have because I have plenty of them. Um,
1: So we get this comic, uh, Russell... Russell Peters. Oh, which, yeah. Do you know him? Yeah. Okay. So, yes, I think I you know do, but, him. like, very vaguely. Yeah. yeah I, exactly. I didn't realize he was Canadian, but I now I know he totally is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he does, like, roasts and, mm-hmm. yeah, some comedy shows and stuff like that. I'm probably – I might get roasted for saying that because I actually think he's, like, a Decently big deal yes, here. Yes, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think
0: he's been doing it for world. many
1: many years. And
0: totally. Um, and he is, I think, a, a, a roast master. So like yes. he is good at it. And um, so I'm glad they got somebody who was, you know, competent in <laughs> what they were doing. So, you know, he makes fun of uh Clayton and Jesse. He calls them failed footballers. Um, <laughs> he calls Clayton vanilla, of course, makes fun yeah. about them looking the same, um, which is an easy joke, but never get tired of hearing
1: it <laughs> literally literally never get tired of hearing <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I, I don't get all the jokes down but like Marlena makes fun of Clayton for being from Missouri and probably kissing his mom with his mouth open good one um she makes fun of Hunter's IBS which was an interesting choice but yeah it
1: was like I was like I don't know why I'm laughing Because, like, that's a serious ailment that I know many people suffer from. But, like. I wish Danica was on right now because she,
0: like, has it. And she talks about it all the time on the podcast. (laughs) Like, one of our, like, main conversations. (laughs) Literally. So, I wanted her take. So, I'm going to have to get that next week. But but also, hot girls have IBS. So, like. Absolutely. And Hunter's hot. And Danica's hot. Um, Yes. But then she makes fun of Shanae and compares her to herpes, which I did not
1: enjoy. No, we don't need to compare people to STI also a very serious topic. Yeah. Just STI stigmatizing
0: is just like not.
1: not we're actually funny. past that.
0: Like that's actually that we left that in like 2012. Yeah. I, I wish, but we yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yes. we are trying to, okay. Yes. Um, and then the funny one of Sarah
1: making fun of Mara for being old at the age of 32 that was so funny like it's laughable because it's like that is literally not old at all so <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Oh goodness gracious yeah it's weird I have to say I turned 30 this year it's weird to be like aging out of The Bachelor yeah yeah yeah, I'm 36 so weird.
0: and I remember when Claire was announced, I was like, oh, there's still hope for me. Yes, yes, yes. Technically. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but I also don't think they'll ever do that again after what
1: happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One and done with her. But yeah, it's just so interesting to like being the age that they now roast as being like a cougar and desperate and like, I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Message mm-hmm. received. Mm-hmm. So the next
0: part we're going to talk about is the unfortunate after effects have happened in the real meat space world. So trigger warning, kind of a discussion about microaggressions, racial microaggressions. So Marlena said that she did more jokes that they cut from the show. And I'm like, Marlena, you already got one bad joke about the herpes. (laughs) Let's just leave it at that. The show probably was doing you a favor. Um, and she said if she got to a certain likes on her post, she, or follow that she would release a TikTok with more of the roasts, which she did. And then she immediately deleted them because a lot of them were pretty bad, to be honest, but one of the worst ones was, um, you know, equating racial stereotypes to Asian women and in a harmful manner about Asian persuasion. And, um, it's, and, and, and I just, It was really gross to be honest um very ignorant and you know she claimed she had talked to everybody beforehand but then she still deleted it yeah and then today this morning i think this is friday or either late last night maybe late last night she issued an apology Um, so you should go to her page and look at that. I'm not going to read all of it, but it was, um, well worded, you know, it's not my apology to accept. So I'm Mm -hmm. not going to, um, but, you know, I think she just talks about, you know, growing and learning from this, her intentions that were not of malice, which I don't think they were, um, And just learning more about microaggressions as well as somebody who's, you know, she's also a Black woman, and she experiences that, so she would never want to, like, perpetuate those things, and that she's talking to Sarah, and that she was actually taking time, and why it kind of took a little longer for the apology to come out, is that she was taking time to really talk to Sarah, and to really, like, you know, make sure she was okay, which I thought was nice. Um, And yeah, the thing is, as a comic, like, doing roasts is so fucking hard. And it's that is how you hurt people. And yeah. you also can hurt people in comedy in general because a lot of people like to punch down in their jokes. And it is so important to punch upwards. So we're making fun of white men. We're making fun of cis people. We're making fun of people who are straight. We're making fun of people. We're making fun of the man. We're making fun of the state. We're making fun of capitalism making fun of things that are privileged and don't experience like literal violence on a daily basis and so we don't do that anymore and people don't like it anymore when I was doing comedy I would see men go up there and punch down so hard and they would get silence and then they would get mad what I can't say anything anymore and my my response to them was oh no say it all you want but you are going to have consequences to what you're saying. You can free speech. Just say what the fuck you want, but you're going to have your fucking podcast removed from a platform. Yeah, for yeah. saying what you want
1: because people don't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. Completely agree with like that. Isn't the the jest or the the mm-hmm. the like essence of a roast it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be it's yeah you're right like it's supposed to be punching up it's supposed to be um you know making fun of people that things that people like should be embarrassed about like yeah well said yeah things yeah like people should be embarrassed about. yes yes, yeah yeah like you know when um like when they wrote when people roasted like the jonas brothers for being like a tweener band and stuff like that like little stuff like that Yeah, but um yeah there's specific things um that yeah you can't joke about because uh they're serious topic and the permissive behavior of laughing or agreeing or being Mm -hmm. silent Mm -hmm. um enables uh more egregious Mm -hmm. things to happen Mm -hmm. in our society so we have to um Act on that level because these are the things that happen all the time. You hear Mm -hmm. a joke, you hear a comment, you hear a jab. um, But again, it gives these people permission to uh, go beyond that. Mm -hmm. And so you have to shut it down when you see it Mm -hmm. um, and call people out there so it doesn't escalate. Mm -hmm. And um, i that's why we
0: are seeing a change. That wasn't the case 20 years ago. And it is the case now.
1: yeah. And that's, yes. that's
0: why it's changing. And that's why things are evolving slowly but surely. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I think that you're right. Like, Marlena, like, didn't meet. Like, her intent wasn't negative. Mm-hmm. But that didn't minimize the impact mm-hmm. that it had mm-hmm. on Sarah and other mm-hmm. um, contestants and the Bachelor viewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, – yeah, we'll see what hap- like how this unfolds, but um yeah, yeah. really unfortunate mm-hmm. um in instance. It really is, and I
0: think and I, this is not an, uh, this is not an excuse, but I guarantee you people laughed when she said it at the show.
1: 100%. And how and, humiliating yeah. is that?
0: Yeah. And so and that's horrible, but what I'm kind of meaning by that is that I think Marlena was empowered and emboldened to continue to think that that was an okay thing to do. And that goes in line with what you just said. When people don't stop and say something, people think it's okay to continue to act like this and say things. The locker room talk of it all, right? If you don't speak up to somebody saying something, then they're going to continue to do that. And again, I don't think her intention was, but like people laughed. I guarantee you people laughed. And so she, and maybe not enough people, in my opinion. And then they shouldn't have laughed, but I guarantee people did. And so she just like thought this was all fun and games, and and it's just unfortunate. And I and I really think she learned from this again. But I, I I'm entering way too close to accepting <laughs> apologize. it's not for me so I'm just gonna stop yes. right now because it's not and it's not actually, and I'm not even trying to say that it's not what I was saying but I just don't want it to come off that way but um yeah I'm just trying to explain but that from a comic standpoint I guarantee yeah. I see I saw that happen in yes. real life I've seen yeah. that happen and it's just shitty so that's why we're talking about it because we're hopefully gonna just continue to get the shit out of the spaces you know yeah
1: <laughs> absolutely but I really do think you're right because there's obviously been such a long time since this has been mm-hmm. recorded or like filmed mm-hmm. um and then like mm-hmm. she had time to reflect on it before she even posted it mm-hmm. and all of that stuff mm-hmm. so like there's 100% people um there that are saying like this is okay and mm-hmm. this is a good idea and stuff and um well, I don't want to say a hundred percent, but I'm assuming. Yeah, and I'm assuming. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And, um, assuming. <laughs> and that sucks. That really sucks. And it's um our um like I live a, a very privileged mm-hmm. life with privileged identities and mm-hmm. it's um, you know, it's your job to um, step in at those times and say something, Mm -hmm. call it out, um, Mm -hmm. or support people that have been impacted Mm -hmm. when these types of things happen. Um, Mm -hmm. if you're not like, if you feel safe and comfortable Mm -hmm. to do so. Um, but I urge you also to move past the discomfort and, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. um, -hmm. yeah, to, to say something.
0: I think this ties into a conversation I wanted to briefly talk about with, like, well, as white people, we should be calling out and having and stopping things and trying to like do better and hear the wrongness and like have these conversations. What I also don't think white bachelor nation needs to be doing is like persecuting black women who are on the show and that just keeps happening. And again, um, if the Asian community is still rightly upset, that is I'm in support of that. And we'll talk about that. But what I, what I really am not enjoying is seeing the white bachelor nation continue to just like, you know, bolster up black contestants and then tear them down. And Sophie James talks about this a lot last season during BIP actually. um, Cause um, when um, Natasha was like gained all those followers suddenly she talked a lot of this and I'm not going to bring any new, um, justice to her nuanced conversation about it, but you know, what if suddenly Natasha does something wrong and then we're going to fucking destroy her. We build her up and we build these people up and then we destroy them and they get way worse treatment than the white women in bachelor nation for doing similar crimes, you know? And so I'm not saying again that what she said in that video was good, but it's like idea that there's like these reddit posts that are like attacking her is really disgusting to me um, because they're they're probably being written by white women who again think that they're calling out something bad like what you're saying and you and i are saying we we should call things out i just think there has to be a, a duality and a nuance to how we do this and i know that i'm speaking From experience of last year and a year before I was the worst. I was this person. Mm -hmm. I was this white woman that I'm talking about Mm -hmm. and I'm not better and perfect yet, but I am on my journey to like checking myself and saying, why was I doing that? And what was I doing? And I just wanted to have that conversation so we could just like,
1: think about it. Like I'm not
0: perfect yet, but like,
1: I just don't like it. yeah no totally and you're saying a lot of things that resonate with me first like the thing that you said about the grace that we give white Mm -hmm. contestants Mm -hmm. versus black and Mm -hmm. other um contestants of color Mm -hmm. um 100 Mm percent um yeah it's
0: the grace of it all like the the grace (sighs) of it we gave we gave her connell so well i mean a lot of people didn't but you know and all the white people gave her connell the
1: the the grace of it all and like Hannah B, Hannah B. and yeah. 100% yeah. just all of this grace and we need to um extend the same to Marlena and other um contestants mm-hmm. and um, you're totally right about um, calling people out because it's it's a defense mechanism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for white people. It is mm-hmm. 100%. Your defenses are up. Mm-hmm. You are screaming, but I'm a good person. Whew. And you're pointing the finger at other people and not yourself. And I yes. I am working through that as well. So, yeah, I just want to say that 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, and the perfectionism thing, that's mm-hmm. also a mm-hmm. tool of white Huge. supremacy. So, yeah. Okay. We, I'm well, sorry. Yeah, I, no, could, I know. sorry. I can talk <laughs> to you about this <laughs>
0: stuff forever. <laughs> no, I know. And it's just like the model minority of it all. And yeah. like, I'm still learning yeah. about that, but it's like, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, so wait, Marlena is only allowed to be perfect. Yes. Um, yeah. you know, Natasha's only allowed to be perfect. Whoever's, yeah. you know, it's just, it's horrible. And yeah, I'm still, uh, yeah. Um the way yeah, okay. So we have to move on right now, but I, I want to continue the conversation, so please slide into the DMs and we can yeah the conversation Me too, yeah, me too. This is really important. <laughs> yeah. um, also, not fully our conversation to have because I'm still like learning. Um me so too. and then Sarah responded in kind and very nice. Then you can check them out, they're on both pages. Uh so now we go to basically we get the begin the end of the episodes, we get the beginning of the two-on-one
1: yeah yeah and <laughs> you write it's very fucking threatening yeah the mute the the shift in tone, oh my goodness, like it just it got so dark so quickly, <laughs> oh my goodness, and I want to point out before um the two on one pieces, but like I just wanted to say the smooth move of Susie doing the like anti-roast or whatever cringe 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 oh yeah would never like i'm not gonna stand up on a mic and and (laughs) praise someone like clayton (laughs) like like, i like could not be me but i just wanted to say like i feel like that's a front runner move right unfortunately yeah it's so cringe and exactly what clayton wants Yes. The praise. <laughs> the praise of a fragile man. So yeah, I just wanted to point out like that I noticed that. Yeah. Susie, we're on to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching
0: you and your 20 pounds of fake hair. I <laughs> mean literally this woman has an entire wig store on her head and I am like does she have tension headaches because I have yes. tension headaches just looking at her what is your natural hairline looking like yeah. and I'm like get get extensions great but like there's so much on your head I am <laughs> so goodness. concerned about you being able to keep your head up straight um I worry about your neck uh I, you really is <laughs> mm.
1: close?" I don't fucking know you should know no no that's that's what I think um uh, Sinead said she was like is that close to here and I was like yes okay. girl yeah. I was about to google it I was like I don't know. yes like I'm like you're on the Great Lakes um Good. please 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 mm-hmm. look at a map
0: yeah. just for once in your life yeah um and then yeah do you have any final comments on from- <laughs>
1: um on this episode yeah um I don't know if I'm going to make it to episode six. (laughs) Don't you want to see what happens if somebody dies in the waterfall? If if Sinead drowns. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. No, you're right. You're right. I might yeah. tune in yeah. but um I'll definitely be relying on you for <laughs> for the the tea cuz I just I don't think I have it in me but yeah, the um the work I do it's true. Yes, honestly, honestly work that idea. I just I benefit from. So, yeah, f- final thoughts from me are just like I definitely think that Clayton's into like a few of the women um didn't see a lot of like I I thought Teddy was such a front runner mm-hmm. at the beginning. Haven't seen much from her, um, like, especially this, this, uh, episode, episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Susie definitely, um, and there was one other person that I was like, oh, he def likes her. Rachel? Like, yes, yeah, Rachel. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember her name, so.
0: Um. Okay. So, yeah, actually, let's talk real quick so that we get a new version of the old preview. And I will say this was probably the highlight of the episode for me. Um,
1: yes. Okay. Also, cause... I didn't see the,
0: the preview. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the preview that we've had before is that we have get this lead up to he's telling some women at a future rose ceremony that he's been intimate with. Um, multiple of you we started off in the first the very first promo. it was like i've been intimate with m- more more multiples or whatever and then later on in the season we got i've had sex with three of you and then and you're like huh and then also you can't trust who you see in these scenes like they're showing us like women and it's like i don't know what scene this is i don't know if what they're doing who knows who they're crying whatever um so much so that people think that Shanae might make it through this two on one, but I'm like, I saw a video clip of Genevieve at at the supposed sex reveal thing. Yes, so I'm like, yeah,, yes. but I'm like, there's also, no way. there's no there's- way out,
1: but also, I don't know, right? That I know like I know. next week somehow. So they've tricked me again. Like yeah. I'm hook, line and sinker and with but, the foolery. Yeah. That, that
0: moment of Genevieve crying or being at the Rosemary could have been from last week and they're just putting in the preview and they're completely tricking us, which I respect them for doing that, to be honest. Um, then, but what we, but now what we're getting is this new element to it that I was like, whoa, is that, you know, we hear that he like multiple women are falling in love with him. And he's said before in ITMs, that he's falling in love with multiple women and I didn't think he could do it. And then now we get more footage from the the big scene where he says, I, I have, I'm in love with all three of you and I've been intimate with all three of you, but also one of them is already gone. Like in the way he tensed it, I don't remember how he worded it, but the way his tenses that he's using is that one of them is already gone, but he like tells the women in front of him that he loves all three of them. And that's never been done. First of all, it's rare that you even get a full I love you to multiple people from a lead, but much less him telling people
1: to their faces. Wild. Yes. Yes. I... Maybe, yeah, you're right. Okay, maybe I will continue with this season. That's game. the thing, is that I will continue just for that because I've never yeah. seen something like that. And that's going to blow up in his face so fucking hard. 100%. And oh uh, just God. to plug, not to plug my podcast, Please but I did talk, <laughs> I just talked with Ashley from at Ash Talks Batch. And she was like, I doubt, like, like who holds the power in that situation, mm-hmm. and I doubt that he had all of the consent of the people mm-hmm. who he was sharing that information mm-hmm. with. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how this plays out. I will I will give the show that, um, but yeah, again, they they have to up their ante because mm-hmm. we've seen it all before. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Why yes. would he, yeah, why would like, he tell oh, people? Oh, yeah. Ben, you love two women. I'm going to love three. And <laughs> tell them all to their face
0: publicly and next yes. to each other. Not yeah. privately, but next to each other. They have to literally look at the next person and be like, did he just fucking say that? He loves all three of us. Like, that's insane. I hope all three walk out and oh, he ends up single. <laughs> so good. I, yeah, I would love that. And then we get a new scene we've never seen before of him fighting with Gabby, question mark. This could be a redirect as well. Who knows? But we see him and her fighting in the nighttime. But again, you don't we don't see them in front of each other. It's just like similar settings. So you are led to believe that it's a nighttime fight between him and Gabby about that she's, like, led him astray and been lying to him or something. Who knows? And she's crying a lot. So, I love Gabby, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, But, uh, yeah, so that was a very interesting preview that I do think that kind of illuminated some more drama that I'm fucking begging to see
1: because I'm over this Shanae shit. So, yeah, me too. I want way less shrimp, way more, like, real Mm -hmm. Real drama. So yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I'd be I'd be interested in to see if that what happens with Gabby because again, she seems like such a a classic Bachelor contestant. I don't see her arguing with the lead as like Mm -hmm. a move. A game move, but (laughs) maybe I could be wrong. Yeah. Could be wrong. Could be wrong.
0: Fuck. Well, thank you so much for coming and doing this with me and doing it last minute. And (laughs) watching
1: this show. Thank you for watching the show. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I, yeah. For you, I will watch episodes four and five. If you asked me at like week eight, it <laughs> might have been a harder sell, but yeah, exactly. I'm super yeah. happy to be here. Thanks for <laughs> having me. would have me. had to catch up completely. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. my God.
0: No, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is so good. Um, Where can people fucking find you?
1: Yes. If you want to listen to Ready to Be Petty, you can find me on any podcast player. And then my socials are at RTBP podcast. It's good.
0: Uh, You do great episodes. You talk about all different sorts of um, pop culture things that are happening. And then my favorite part that you do is then like after a day or so of the episode being out, you do like a temperature check on your Instagram stories and you do little polls regarding the topics that you talked about. And I just think you also ask, I don't know, just interesting questions. And I'll be honest, I get a little mad because you and I have gotten in fights about and just like that. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yes. I, I'm being,
0: I'm being I'm being um I'm exaggerating. We're not fighting about it. But no. I'm like we've definitely gotten in some conversations because you'll make these posts and like when you made the other day, you're like, will you be watching and be mad about it? Or the only other option was you won't be watching. And I'm like, how about the third option? I will be watching it happily. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Not an option in my books. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah oh my goodness but if you do want some really good discourse about it
0: though you should listen to Ready to Be Petty because you did do a couple episodes on it and uh, so
1: which is a fucking task because it is a a beast of a show Like there was so much to break down like I talked about it for two hours and this was like my second episode on it I talked about it with Lisa a few weeks ago like another hour and I have still so much more to say yeah maybe I should come on Please, please, and defend and defend my, <laughs> I'm a Che apologist. Um, I like low key M too. Okay, like uh, truly, truly. I don't. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But like I, I'm ca- low key a Che apologist. I think I'm just a Miranda hater. Yeah, I mean that's the yeah that's that's it, valid.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. True. yeah 100% <laughs> I got in a fight with somebody on Twitter because of that because I was like I'm a Che apologist and they were like Che ruined their marriage I was like no Miranda ruined their marriage <laughs> like Che yes. didn't do
1: shit yes <laughs> yes so Miranda funny.
0: is the villain the, yeah not Che villain. and that is a good conversation because they did definitely villainize her the entire fucking season so mm-hmm which is so sad. Um, so yeah. Okay. Everyone make sure you're following Tori at ready to be petty. Um, and I'll include it in the notes if you didn't catch the handles and thank you so much again for being here and thank you to the listeners for being here. Um, and thank you. Cause I know the ratings are low on the show, but you guys are still listening. Cause that means they're probably not watching the show and you're listening to this podcast instead. So thank you so much for that. We love you very much and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Date Card Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Date Card Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a Smile and at Drunk Feminist. Date Card Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that.
1: Bye! Bye. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boo which is a thing that I do, a podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googahs. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know.
0: For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This is As Above, So Below.